female in technology looking to reach the VP level and beyond? Join me, Lisa Kostova, and guests for honest and real tips, strategies, and conversation to accelerate and most importantly, enjoy your career climb today. Hello. Today's episode of the Female Tech Exec is going to tackle a question that I have started to get recently as we have been increasing the number of people who are going through our signature Denali Executive Development Program, which is a in-depth nine-month program. It comes with an Olympic Olympic level coaching team of one-on-one coaches that really cover all the disciplines from executive coaching to speaking and presentation coaching to career advisory, mindset coaching, etc. And what is happening is um, because we work with world-class coaches who tend to already work with only executive level clients, our clients being in their mid-career tend to be on the kind of junior end of the range of people that our executive coaches work with. So uh, just the other day, I talked to two recent additions to our executive development program to women, fantastic women. And they've already grown so much in the time that they've worked with us, first through the three-month product executive accelerator and then through the executive development program. And their mind hasn't yet caught up to the progress that they've made. And their mind still often thinks of themselves as juniors, quite junior, as having to kind of ask for permission, etc. So they are asking me how can they take advantage of their executive coach better? How can they use their executive coach? And that's what I want to talk to you today about. How do you leverage? How do you use? How do you take maximum advantage of your executive coach? Well, let's start at the beginning. Whether you are working with Career Climb or have found your own executive coach, congratulations. You've already made an amazing step towards truly transforming your trajectory in your career. I I vividly remember the time I got my first coach and I was awestruck. This is somebody who are also works with us right now and is an executive coach on the platform. And I remember I was being so awestruck because she had worked directly with Steve Jobs and she had been a chief marketing officer and she had worked with all these celebrity tech people. And I just was so starstruck working with her. I just expected her to honestly, after our first meeting, to decide that I was not worth her time, that I was not accomplished enough, not uh, not senior enough. And of course, that's not what happened. Obviously, this person has become a dear friend since then. She is also investing her time and resources and uh, attention and energy in building this platform for mid-career women in tech. And truly looking to transform and close the gender gap in tech. But back in the day, I totally understand that 
if you've never worked with a an executive coach before, the first time you get one, it's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And it is a little bit like I was talking to my clients and we were laughing. It's a little bit like you just got into a Ferrari and you're still so ginger and you're still getting used to the car that you're driving, that you are right now going in circles around the parking lot at five miles an hour. And and the key is how does your mind, how does your mind catch up with the reality that now you Uh, you have an executive coach. And this is because this is normal. I want you to know that this is completely normal. Everybody goes through this imposter syndrome phase. And that's because of this identity shift that I mentioned. Before I got my own executive coach, I thought that it was a perk. It was a status symbol that came with the role that once I got to a senior enough place, I would get the benefit or I would get rewarded with having an executive coach. After I got my first executive coach, I understood that it's back to front. And in fact, most people who get to the executive levels do so um, because at some point or another, they have the benefit of working with an executive coach. So the position doesn't come first and then coach is a benefit. It often happens the other way around. The coach helps you get to the position that you're aiming for. Now, the identity shift is really interesting because when I first got my executive coach, I was like, well, hold on a second. I am not an executive. Most of our, most of the members of our career climb community are not. They're mid-career, anywhere between senior PM, lead, group PM, directors, lots of directors, also uh, some senior directors and like a couple of VPs. But most of our career climb community members are not executives yet. And so now they're getting these amazing executive coaches who are working with real executives. And they are they have this this kind of gap in their identity that they need to bridge and that's what they're doing right now they're bridging this identity gap because once you start working with an executive coach then and it's funny some of them are even embarrassed to say that they're working with an executive coach because they fear others in the company will judge them because they're not executives yet but actually the opposite happens they get way more respect and way more consideration when they say they're working with an executive coach, they've invested in themselves. But this identity now shifts because you're working with an executive coach, therefore, you must be executive worthy. You must be worthy of being an executive, even if you're not one yet. And the mind is going to look for the safety and the familiarity of of kind of um, the structures that it's used to. (laughs) And so what likely will happen for you, and it's happened to me, is you will put your coach on a pedestal. You will edify them as an authority figure, a teacher, and then just like I did, and just like our clients are doing right now, the temptation is to kind of sit back and let them drive themselves or let let the Ferrari car drive itself. And 
have them teach you, have them direct you, have them instruct you, have them give you specific step-by-step instructions on how to get to your next level. So understand that this is normal and this is a really good thing to bring to your coach during your next session so they can start using her as an aid to uh, upgrade your confidence and to catch up to that new level. The hardest, the hardest part of this is, and I'm again, I'm seeing it with my clients, I'm seeing it with my own experience, is that when you have this amazing person who is operating at such a high level and you perceive to be kind of this authority, if you have them tell you that you're doing great, that you're doing all the right things, that you're actually showing up strong, you may tend to take that with skepticism because your mind is still not caught up. You feel a little bit like an imposter and yet there's this person who's telling you you're doing well. So one of two things must be happening. Either they don't know how badly you really have (laughs) have it or how inept or incompetent you are or Two, they're being too nice. They're being too nice that they're not giving you the real goodies. But realize that they're probably giving you both constructive and positive feedback. It's just that please don't be allergic to accepting the positive feedback as well. The coach is not there to whip you. The coach is not there to punish you. The coach is not there to abuse you. They will tell you when you're doing things well, because you will need to notice what you're doing well to be able to replicate it and understand the mechanics of your successes. So don't expect the coach to only be giving you critical, critical feedback. And it's hard, but you got to learn to receive positive feedback without the proverbial SHIT sandwich that we are so used to in the corporate world. It's really, it's awful. I think most of the times it's used in a disingenuous way as a vehicle for delivering criticism. And it's padded with some superfluous and meaningless positive feedback, which cheapens the value of positive feedback for everyone. And so you got to trust that a professional coach, an elite level coach, like we have in our career climb platform, is going to know what they're doing. And so you got to trust them. You got to trust their feedback, both critical and positive. So this is this is the first thing you got to do. You got to realize that there's going to be some identity adjustments. It's going to be hard on your mind. You may feel like an imposter, but that doesn't mean you're not doing things right. And you got to bring that challenge, that identity challenge, that tendency to elevate them into an authority and ask for or look for direction. You got to bring that to your coach and you got to solve it together as a team to pull yourself up to the next level of operation where you operate as a partner to your coach, not as a starry-eyed student. The next thing I want you to do to fully kind of speed up the Ferrari from five miles an hour in the parking lot to truly drive it smoothly on the highway is to use your coach as a mirror. Use your coach as a mirror. Whatever frustrations are coming up, whatever you feel like you're not getting, or whatever you feel like they're giving you that you're not 
necessarily wanting. Whatever is happening in that relationship, understand that those same frustrations, those same reactions are an exact mirror of what is going on at work, how you're showing up in those work relationships as well. As a side note, it also is a reflection of how you show up in your personal relationships, but that's a topic for another another time. So look at what you expect, especially relationships with authority. These are really good illustrations of how you show up in your relationships with authority figures. Um, do you look for direction? Do you not trust positive feedback? Do you tend to give your power away to perceived authority? I want you to enroll your coach into making you aware of this pattern. Give them the permission to call you out when they see this happening and truly be in inquiry and imagine, um, I'm sorry, examine examine this tendency together with them. Again, all this material, all this awareness, this is all material that is being stirred up, coming to the surface because of your work with your executive coach. So it is material that can be used for as fuel for your next session with that coach. So take this opportunity to figure out what is this mirror reflecting to how you approach power dynamics in relationships, especially with authority figures, and then roll the coach into reshaping that and shifting out of that. I'm sure they'll have plenty of recommendations for practices and homework that you can deploy right away. Here's the next, the next strategy for using your executive coach to the best of their potential. And that is to role play difficult conversations or challenging scenarios. Have them really role play the words, the conversation, how it's going to go. You can brief them on how the person is with whom you'll, you're going to be talking, what they're likely going to say or how they're going to react and have the, have your coach really role play with you conversation, especially when you're going to ask for something like a raise or promotion or ask for more responsibility or for a specific project or ask for a change or just any time that you feel like you're going to have a difficult or challenging conversation. Really be prepared to learn both what you're doing that is working, that is helpful and supporting you as well as all the critical pieces that I'm sure you'll be looking for. But yeah, use them as a third party observer, as an impartial observer, looking at how you show up. Anything from body language to the words that you're using to the way that you're speaking, your voice, your confidence, your eye contact, all that is beautiful. Even five minutes of role play could have a profound impact on how you show up. And um, lastly, I really want you to focus on your work with the coach, not as a student-teacher relationship, but as a partnership. And understand that the coach, especially in a situation like our career climb members are who are part of the executive development program understand that 
you're probably, you're most likely the junior, the most junior person in that coach's practice. If not, if not that, you're at least one of the more junior ones that um, she has. And so I want you to, instead of like feeling inferior or feeling insecure, I want you to ask them, here is an elite level coach, uh, athletic coach, you know, corporate athletic or career athletic coach. And so ask them, how are their more senior clients using their sessions with them? So be curious about the elite athletes out there that are already operating on the next level. Ask your coach, hey, you've worked with plenty of executives. Help me pick up some of the habits, some of the behaviors, some of the thought patterns that you see your elite level athletes exhibiting. How are they using their time with you? What are the type of questions they're asking? How are they coming prepared to their calls with you? What type of material are they practicing? What are they preparing for the session? Yeah, just just be curious. Just be curious and learn I want you to look at aspirationally at those clients that your coach has that are more senior than you. And I want you to aspire to start thinking like those clients and using your coach just like your clients are. And uh, finally, just bring questions and ideas to your coach. Don't come empty handed and expect the coach to um, pour their knowledge and wisdom into your head with a funnel. (laughs) That is not their role. If you want that, you can spend much less money and get yourself some content, some pre-recorded content, some instructional courses, um, some quote-unquote masterclasses, some stuff that you will, where you will learn concepts. Here, in your work with an executive coach, you are in the application lab. So you're going to be applying concepts that may come from you, may come from her, may come from somewhere else, but you're going to be applying them directly into your work life and you're not going to be learning them and spending time understanding them intellectually and then doing nothing with them. So I also want you, and this is a feedback we've gotten from our first cohort that went through the long program from the coaches who supported them. The coaches said, fantastic women, so hungry, so driven, producing great results. And there is a lot of resistance for bringing the goals, the milestones, the plans that you're coming up with for your career, for the next six, 12 months to several years, there's some, for some reason, a lot of resistance to bringing those, to bringing those goals and plans and sharing them with your manager. And that is critical. Your manager is not somebody who you are. Yeah, they're, they, they're best. They're possibly your best ally if you develop your relationship with them in a way that is based on lots of trust, based on lots of transparency and sharing, and they don't necessarily need to start it. Not all managers have a lot of experience. They just haven't seen, a lot of them haven't had good managers themselves. So it's up to you 
to kind of be as proactive as you need to be in your relationship with your manager, not waiting for them to book a session, not waiting for them to talk about something, just bringing lots of material to your one-on-one with your manager, including periodically sharing your goals, your plans that you're working with your executive coach on and asking them like, hey, what is it going to take for me to get there? Another very important question. Can I, can I count on your support? Will you support me on this on this goal or on this journey nine times out of ten they're gonna say they will they love managers love being seen as guides being seen as allies you know it's really it really means a lot to to a lot of managers so I would just enroll them in um and share as much of the plan as it is appropriate to just get their feedback input as to what is the shortest way to the next goal? How to position yourself so that you're planting seeds in their mind about, about um, opportunities that may be popping up around your manager that you may not be seeing, but they're seeing. And now they'll be able to connect the dots because they know what's important to you. They know what you're working on. They know what your goals are. They know where you're trying to go. So just simply through knowing, even if they're not proactively, you know, going out there and fighting for you every day, they'll know. And so they'll be able to spot opportunities for you much more so than you're able to on your own. And so that is, in a nutshell, my advice to you for working with your executive coach. If you're so lucky to have one, And if you're not, or if you haven't yet kind of found out like how to find a coach, where to find a coach, what coach is right for you, my advice is join us on the next Product VP Challenge. You will meet a ton of fantastic women who are going through similar challenges or on similar levels to you in their mid-career. And together you'll start exploring the world of coaching and support and training with us in Career Climb. And then when the time is right, when you have clarity, when you have already picked up momentum, then you'll have really, really good decision-making criteria to not just navigate your career, but also to get yourself matched with the right coach, whether it is with us at Career Climb or somewhere else, just the level of clarity, momentum, and understanding what you want that you'll get by even being in the free Product VP Challenge with us is phenomenal. So head over to productvpchallenge.com. I hope we have uh, fixed that uh, website. It had some challenges in November of 2021, but we'll get it fixed and ready for you to sign up for our New Year's edition of the Product VP Challenge coming up in mid-January 2022. Up until then, keep climbing and enjoy the rest of this year. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe, send to a friend, leave a review, and connect with me on social media. The best way to connect is to register for the next free Product VP Challenge at www.productvpchallenge.com. Until next time, 
Keep climbing and keep enjoying the climb.